Pedders' new world-first vehicle weight matrix software. Know your weight at pedders.com.au. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, we sat there like the rest of the sporting community and just watched an incredible night unfold on Wednesday night, Margot, when Hall of Famers were announced, Gordy and Petro, and then five Immortals. It was a real shock because I think everyone was only expecting two to go in, but Daly Messenger, Norm Proven, Frank Burge and Dave Brown, and so great to see those pre-war players yep. be recognised. Absolutely, and uh, Wayne Bennett said as much during the week, who was part of the selection committee, saying we owe them the game. So great to see them honoured, but so great to have access to this man, uh, the only player to go on four Kangaroos tours. Uh, he played 306 games of first grade, Souths and Helens, Canberra Raiders, Premierships, 32 Origins, 46 Tests for Australia, the mastermind behind nine series wins for Queensland Row, an incredible rugby league resume, and it was just so great to see Mel Meninga amongst those immortals, Margot. Yeah, and Yvonne Sampson, who hosted the evening, um, has made comment that when his name was called out, uh, his peers stood in cheered and Mal just sat there, bowed his head and let the moment crash into him. It was so special. Mal Meninga, how special was it? <laughs> well, great description, Margot. I did crash. It took me a while to, to actually fathom the fact my name was read out. So um, I was a bit, I was shocked at the time. Um, daunting, must confess, because I, I, I didn't expect it, but um, I was just, fan, like you mentioned, it was a fantastic evening and um, I had goosebumps, you know, for most of the night and Announcing those three pre-war guys, um, it, just, it lifted the room. It was just a, you know, one of those special nights in rugby league. Yeah, because it must be one thing to have your name whispered in and around uh, the word immortal, but to be nominated and then and then eventually named, it would be quite humbling, Mal, for someone even with your illustrious career behind you. Um, I, I heard all the speeches eh, through the whole night and you would have heard the same well, how humbling it was, but everyone went back to... You know, their, their junior years and, you know, thank their mums and dads and thank their original coaches and all their mates and all the players you play with, um, every, everyone that had an influence on on each one, of, each one of us, you know, through our formative years, you know, through our teens and, you know, our early careers as well. So, I mean, and I think that's what the Immortals is all about. Margot, Sam, I just think that it's bigger than the self. It's, it's about your rugby league community or the, or the people that supported you, protected you, stood up for you, um, believed in you, all those sort of, all those things, all those, you know, dis- descriptions, I think, is uh, becoming of an immortal. You know, really, uh, it is really a humbling experience. Mm. And in your speech, you mentioned a couple of people that you attested, you know, uh, your career to, and one of them was Wayne Bennett. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, but there's mention today in um, the paper about your great-grandfather, uh, who was from a tiny Pacific island known as Tana, and he moved his family down here. He, you know, he was a bit of a slave to the labour trade, uh, and he really fought for higher wages, um, you know, who for islanders who were being paid less than Australians. That sort of work ethic, is that something that was bred into you, and, and what do you attest your work ethic to? Um, I think that I, I think I really do. I, you know, my journey uh, a couple of years ago, Margot, around the Australian South Sea Islander, going back to Tenor and trying to understand uh, the reasons why my great grandfather Edward Meninga, you know, jumped on boats, uh, the Roderick Group, do it was, and way back in 1890s, 1893. So we worked, we worked our way through it all, and. And his his sentiment was he jumped on the boats. It wasn't because of slave slavery or blackbirdies, because he wanted a better life and he wanted a better life for his family. So, mm. um, you know, for me, um, and then he married a, a white 
Irish woman, uh, Marianne Kelly, you know, back way in 1907. And, you know, that was, that's nearly unheard of uh, in those times, you know, around there was height of the racism and the, mm. the Australian, their white Australian policy and things like that. So, I mean, um, his, his work ethic, he was renowned for his work ethic. Um, he was a leader amongst his men. The Tanner men were, were renowned for, you know, how hard workers they are. And I think that um, that sort of resonated with my pop and dad. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping those sort of qualities uh, resonate with me as well. You spoke uh, at length about Wayne Bennett and the impact that he'd had on your career. And most people write about you guys now as fierce rivals and all that kind of stuff. But but what what role did he play? How important was Wayne Bennett in the shaping of your career, Mel? Uh, very important. Um, he got me when I was a 15, 16-year-old kid and uh, he believed in me. Um, he respected my, my abilities, you know, my talents, um, not only as a policeman, but obviously my rugby league ta- talents. And when you got someone that give me respect enormously and, and say things publicly about you, you know, and and and, and talk about, you know, if, if you're, if you're, you can be as whatever you want to be as long as you put your mind to it. And that resonated with me when I was 17 years of age. And I think I made mention, you know, through the, the speech that I went straight back to my room. I set a goal, you know, um, around Rugby League, um, and I wanted to play for want to play for Queensland in, in, in 12 months' time, which I achieved. So if uh, it's incredible, that story, especially given the, the perception around you guys at the moment. So so great to hear what role he played. If, if he came to you now and said, what do you reckon? Should I go on after 2019 or do you reckon that would be it? What, what advice would you give him? My advice would be staying involved with Rugby League. Mm. Um, his knowledge, experience, um, it, it's priceless, really. And whatever role he chooses, I mean, I'm... I really do believe you can be... I mean, have a look at what, what happened, the courageous decisions the judges made you know, around the Immortals. Mm. Um, he was part of that with Gus Gould and all those great you know, thinkers of our game. Mm. Um, yeah, those people, we need those people in our game at the highest level thinking about you know, taking us forward. So whether that's at the club level, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see him administratively you know, at, a, at a higher level, you know, one of the, the people that um, sort of help run our game. You know, mm. They give that rugby league... Um, you know, knowledge back into back into our leadership. Oh, I think that's a fantastic suggestion, Mel. So maybe if he does finish up coaching, then go on to actually have a greater, I suppose, impact on the way the game is formed and run and moving into the future. Um, it could be something there, that's for sure. Now, you're going to be on the next selection committee for the Immortal because the Immortals that are all living get a say. So we're going to get a little exclusive from you now. If you could put one name oh, forward God. that you think should be added to the list for next time, who would it be? Um... Oh, I think Darren. I mean, I, you know, I consider myself uh, lucky. You know, um, he was there in the night. He was one of the, no- the nominees, and <clears throat> me's record speaks for himself, and his leadership speaks for himself. Uh, the quality of the person, you know, you know what he's done for the, the, our great game. Um, he loves the game as well. I, I think Darren Lockyer is a lay down there, and you know, I mean, I'm kind of hoping also that Alf gets, you know, yes, yes. I'm kind of hoping that happens, you know, and then. Uh, who knows, um, one or two. I, I don't think it'd be more than, more than two next time in four years' time. But, um, you know, I, I know I'm a bit biased being a Queenslander, but you know, the, the, the things that Alf did in his career and he still continues to do is um, yeah, unbelievable as well. Absolutely. Well, a round of applause to you, uh, Mr Meninga, the 13th. Lucky number 13. Immortal, thank you so much for being uh, on the Dead Set Legends. Congratulations again. Uh, couldn't be more deserved. So well done to you and thanks for your time this morning. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, Margot. Thanks, Mal.
We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M. And if you missed the show, catch up with just a tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Petters Weight Matrix. See petters.com.au.